1: Truthseeker and/or its affiliates are not responsible for any strange phenomena that may occur during or after listening to this podcast, which may include the following: heightened senses of awareness, psychic abilities, UFO sightings, alien contact, time loss, out-of-body experiences, ringing in the ears, ESP, lucid
2: dreaming, increased synchronicities, astral projection, telepathy, stronger intuition, levitation, miraculous healings, and/or remote viewing. Please be advised to listen at your own discretion Won't you feel you come, come and
1: take me away. I just wanna be with you. won't you come you are now locked into the truth seeker podcast Cargos, slide psychics everything's ungodly dark savage. streaming live at truthseeker.com she's not a christian give it up y'all your portal to the paranormal esoteric and all things spiritual she Hey, Bernie,
2: I'm and And now, your host, Truth Seeker. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Truth Seeker. This is the Truth Seeker podcast. I'm excited, delighted to be with you guys again for another exciting episode, man. We're going to talk about all things spiritual. As always, we're going to talk about how to achieve anything that you want. We're going to be talking about the power of the mind, the quantum mind, and it's beautiful how science and spirituality complement one another. I think in times past they were at war, but I think that there's a middle ground where the two ideas, the two paths cross. And so the the science of your spirituality, and I love discussing this and going deeper and deeper and deeper into it. And so that's what we're going to be doing today. It's going to be a good talk. Uh, I want to say a shout out to everybody listening to this podcast live, hanging out with us in the chat right now, everybody on Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, Twitch, no matter where you are. Thanks for hanging out. If you have any questions or comments, make sure you post them there and I'll try to get to them. And um, if, if you're a patron and you want to come on and ask questions towards the end of the show, that link is there as well. Um, and so mentioning pa- patrons, I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who has been supporting my work from day one. This is a listener funded, listener supported show doesn't exist without your help. So thank you for believing in the work and co-creating with me, partnering with my vision and helping me bring all this to the table. Um, if you'd like the support, go to patreon.com backslash truthseeker there you get access to my entire discography of music uh, there's over 200 songs there there's a bunch of new stuff that i'm working on as well that's been up there for several months now and it's available to patrons months before it's available to the general public so if, if you're interested in that make sure you check it out we also do our thursday night school of the mystics prayer meditation uh fellowship discussion and all that if you're looking for community and want to get involved make sure you check that out we do that every thursday night we'll be doing it tonight as well live stream in the first half second half will be behind the scenes for you to come on and and hang out with us so all that's there um so some of the new patrons we have within the last week or so shout out to mike cobb thanks for coming on donald jones jorge and michael poth thanks for believing in the vision and coming on um Go to Patreon.com backslash Truthseeker to uh, get more info on that. We have a lot of stuff coming up, man. I got the Path of the Healer coming up. I think that's February the 7th that we're starting. Eight-week program for those who wanted to be trained in online coaching, intuitive healing, how to start a podcast, blogging. Everything that I do, I'm giving you the formula on how to do it. So if anybody wants to to take that step and uh, and and you know go in that direction, Make sure you check it out. Uh, everything, you know, it's pretty in-depth. Eight weeks and everything that, that I do, I've, I've mapped out. And so I'm pretty much holding your hand, helping you brand yourself and step out through that entire process. But you can get more info at truthseeker.com for that, The Path of the Healer. We have our retreat coming up. The retreat is uh, May the 1st in Mobile, Alabama. For those of you who would like to be a part of that. Every one that we've done have has been amazing, beautiful people coming out to connect with. And uh, I feel like they're getting better and better each time. There's new things that I'm learning to do that we can incorporate into that that uh, whole experience that we do. Kundalini yoga, breath work, fellowship. But uh, it's been really good. So if you're looking to connect in person, May the 1st, we have a couple uh, beds available. So go to truesigar.com, get that info uh we're going to be announcing a concert as well in march for those of you who want to come out to a concert truth seeker show we're going to be doing that really soon too so all that stuff will be at truthseeker.com make sure you go check it out without further ado we're going to go ahead and jump into today's discussion my guest today is rick thompson rick welcome to the truth seeker podcast my friend how are you
0: very good thanks for having me
2: good to have you man um looking forward to this conversation you know we just spoke briefly before we went live and science and spirituality coming together you know no longer at odds i would say and uh and i think that's what you yes, bring I'm, to the table too I'm excited you know?
0: about way things are going in life it's like there's a spiritual enlightenment coming in the science and and our thoughts are coming together
2: yep and there's you know scientific method that's coming into the the spiritual realm as well on how to do this like almost having those those formulas you know and what it does inwardly and and i guess on a practical level when you you know what faith is what prayer is what expectation is you know these things we've been reading about for thousands of years and so science is kind of saying yeah there's you know all of the stuff that's happening in the quantum field and You wrote a book about that, so we're gonna talk a little bit about it. Um, For those who don't know anything about you, your work, that they're new to what you're bringing to the table, just kind of give an overview, who you are, your work, and and what you bring to the table, we'll start there.
0: Well, I'm, uh, I started as an iron worker. I uh, worked iron for a long time, and then I uh, started my own business, so I became an entrepreneur, and, uh, got married and had kids. So I'm a family man. And uh, later on in life, my uh, wife passed away. I had a really good life. I've, you know, done many wonderful things. I learned through years about how your thoughts really made a difference on what's going on in life. And when I had a tough time, I uh, really dug deep into that stuff and did a lot of research and traveled the the world and talked to people and came to realize that uh, the quantum physics, because I've always been a fascinated with science and chemistry and all the things going on. So I just continued to do that. And then as I got older, I decided I wanted to give back because I did work really hard. And I realized that what really worked was our quantum physics. And I discovered like the split uh, test where you shoot two particles through a two slits. And how they become a particle and how they're wave before that and it kind of tells that we have choice and so i researched all of this the elements on quantum physics and found out that they're really related and what it came to is the basic secret to success is truly believing before it happens because we're have a subconscious mind and a conscious mind and our subconscious mind is like forty thousand times faster than our conscious mind so that uh we uh don't really Control ourselves by our physical thoughts we're having at the moment, we control them by their subconscious beliefs that we have. So, through those subconscious beliefs, we actually um, make our reality happen, or we're co creators. So, the key is to truly believe subconsciously. And you can talk to people and kind of hear in their voice a lot of times that they may be- think they believe, but they say things <laughs> that don't really align with their thoughts. Yeah. And so, if you can believe, 100%, then you can help decide what that particle or what that reality will be in the future by the energy waves you put on it. So you know, we we go into that. And um, one of the stories, you know, I've worked with a lot of people. And one of the main things that people have is I'm not worthy or they tell themselves all these bad things to themselves over and over, you know, and uh, justifying that so you don't have to uh, you know, k- yourself so much and realize that, you know, we are given everything and we just have to accept it and believe in it. And so through the quantum physics, I do a story about uh, how they freeze water. They put good thoughts on water. I don't know how many people know this, but there's an experiment out there or, that they take water and they bless it and they freeze it And then they look at it under electronic microscope. And when they look at it under electronic microscope, if there were good thoughts on it, then there are these beautiful crystals and it's very organized and neat and just gorgeous to our eye. But if you put negative thoughts on it then it become globs and gooey and and doesn't look as well. And so we're proving that we can actually take our thoughts and uh, project them on things and it can actually change their physical structure. And water is one of the ones that shows it the most because water holds a frequency better than anything else out there. That's kind of why, you know, I believe through quantum physics that we came from water because it holds these frequencies and these frequencies allow us to develop the new new things and it retains them for a long time. And it kind of becomes those elements as those frequencies are added to it. So through water freezing, they can see that our physical thoughts change the world. And also out in the world, they have uh, done experiments with these things and uh, their um, um, predictability, you know, how many people do this or that. And when they get together and they do prayers and stuff, they can actually make crime go down or they can make areas change by the um, thoughts of a group of people together. So we actually, when we get together and believe the same things, we build a very strong frequency that can actually affect more of it. One of the stories I like that kind of explains that is like the four minute mile for so long, the world believed that nobody could ever run a four minute mile. But if you read the story on that, the guy who ran the four minute mile, he actually celebrated and believed 100% that he would break that before he ever did it. He had a party before it happened for breaking the the four minute mile wow so it's just those kind of beliefs that we can put in ourselves that can help us change those frequencies we can't create the whole world but we're co-creators in it by right. our thoughts and my book kind of explains very in detail quantum physics and how it kind of relates all different kind of stuff so you can make a decision for yourself what you really believe but even through religion we see stories that if you believe 100 it will be yours all kinds of things happen in the world that we can show through 1000s of years that our thoughts are very, very powerful. Yeah. And one of the stories that I love, that helped me because I did pick on myself really bad for many, many years. And not because I was doing wrong, but just because I thought, well, there's not enough. But there's a story that I love that about a golden box, when you go to heaven, and with you is this giant golden box, and it has your name on it. And you get up there and you say, Wow, that's cool. You know, well, finally, you ask what's in the golden box like i said we really don't normally tell people what's in the golden box but it is yours and you've asked so here it is open it up and you open it up and in it is all the gifts that god gave you that you didn't accept it's not a matter whether we can or can't it's whether we accept everybody is given the gifts we're just learning different things and accept different things in our life and we get what we accept and some of us accept more and believe, and some of us accept a lot less because of what we've been taught as a child. Because yeah. most of what you learn is from the ages of one to seven. And I've been told several times that uh, we hear no more often from one to seven than anything else. Mm, yeah. So changing those thoughts is possible. It just takes practice and exercise. And if you set up a routine where you um, you know, review what your thoughts are, and exercise the true beliefs that you should have, then you can change the way your um, subconscious mind thinks, just like a football player. You know, he throws a football, but when he has to think about it, it's really hard. But when he gets great, he just throws it and he doesn't think. And Bruce Lee has something like that. A kick was just a kick when I first saw it, but then I learned it and it was all these infinite things. And I got very detailed into a kick. But then when I was done, it was just a kick again. So there's things like that in life that uh, have really shown us, and my book goes through all those stuff and tells some stories about how, you know, these things happened And and because of my hardships in life, I wrote this book to give back to society. I'd love everybody to learn these things young and have the power to really make a great life and a great world, because a great world starts with one person at a time, until we all grow and connect in the same frequency and make that great place to live.
2: That's awesome, um, man! You said so much there, so many beautiful stories, and um, I, I relate to a lot of that as well. Um, going back, I, I just I'm curious about your transition from being an iron worker to now getting to wake up and put on a suit and do interviews about this amazing book that you wrote. Like, how was that transition? Did you have to use these principles and tools? Did you learn them? Was that like the proving ground to you know start here as an iron worker working your butt off doing really hard manual labor labor, to being able to create this life that you want for yourself with some of these um you know uh principles coming into play for you that you learn, like hey this is real because i did it for myself
0: right and it's a lifetime of learning i'd like to say i learned it all in one time but it starts from you know my mind starts from childhood when i was uh in school my dad left when i was young and i was uh, branded as mentally retarded or however they call it you know handicapped today but back then all those years ago they called it that and uh, it was tough and i was teased and had a tough time and so i was taught to believe that i was a stupid person and then i started reading and learning and uh, one of the big events that happened in junior high is uh i set a track record but i believe that I would do it, you know, and I realized that belief was important. And that like one of the early stepping stones that made me realize if you believe and focus, then you can do what you wanna do. I'm not a, any reason I should be a track star, but you know, I set a the record there and it held, it's never been broken. So I was very proud of that. And it gave me that attitude of belief. And as I got older, I realized what you focused on happened, you know? I got married and had kids and had a beautiful life. And I have to admit, I think part of my life, I was so content that I didn't really try to do anything. You know, working hard as an iron worker is, you know, was a gift in a way because you work hard and people respect you and love you and it's it's a good tool. But when my wife passed away, I thought, why, why, why? And then I went out and really researched life I think that was a key to really kind of changing it. And cause it's like, you know, at that point I wanted to give up on life and I didn't do anything for a while, I gave away my life for a few years. And, uh, you know, but we are here for a purpose. And so I took some Tony classes and podcasts and researched and really put this whole thing together and found that, you know, if you believe you can do. And I started a new company and everything happened and you know as long as i was on the path of believing things would happen miraculously overnight that you just needed it and it showed up it was super and so you can see that in some people's life i believe because uh you know some people go through life effortlessly and it seems like everything comes to them and it's because they're in wave with what they believe their beliefs and their actions are all in alignment
1: And live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumba dot
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Their future for them. Yeah. But some people work so hard at it, and uh, like they're hitting up against the wall. And when if you're in a situation where you're hitting up against the wall, it's because your belief and your alignment, your true beliefs and your actions aren't in alignment to get what you're really after. you know there are other people that are always going to affect you and there are always be you no know, yeah. little challenges but life with no challenges would be no fun.
2: You really got to convince yourself right because I think I, I think some people call that what, you, what you're mentioning right now imposter syndrome. Like you're doing it, but you really don't believe in yourself. You don't, you re, even though you're there, you don't, you're, you, you feel like you shouldn't be there kind of thing. Like I didn't earn this and, and, right. and, and they could come any minute to expose me or to take this away from me kind of thing. And I've heard that called the imposter syndrome where people feel like they, they're not worthy to be where they are. Usually right. when it's something good, you know?
0: Yep. And I've seen that, you know, I've had the fortune to hang around a large group of people that are successful. And it's like. You know they do have stuff but they're not happy and they have these crises and they're just beating themselves up all the time and you know to find the true joy and happiness you got to have that alignment in life Mm -hmm. with wealth and spirituality
2: yeah you're talking about how you know the the mind is connected and i think we uh you know what you focus on becomes real and i believe like i'm convinced that like that is really 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 deep just kind of it's, you know, what I'm saying rooted in reality, like creating things that don't exist, that that come into this physical uh, uh, existence, um, things that, that don't exist, especially when we get into the spirituality. And we're talking about I'm going to go far out, but we're talking about beings and angels and demons and all a, aliens, UFOs and people believe in this stuff. And then they see it and it and it's showing up in, in their world. And I think it's an expectation in their mind. And, and that's really deep, but on, on like a practical level um, where attention goes, energy flows is the adage, right? Yep. So yeah, whatever you that's believe that's in shows itself true. to you and every thought is a frequency.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. And that's what I'd like everybody to realize, you know, and it's you got to realize it's. You got to believe in it in a way as if it's already happened, you know, that it's 100%.
2: You feel it. What about feeling it? I know we have like we do exercises in my my program and stuff. It's like, what does it feel like to be successful? Feel what does it look like? Close your eyes and feel it and and, and bring it into your moment and uh, and expect yourself to, to walk in it. Right. Feeling it. What does it feel like and expect it like it's already happened? Like you said, the guy celebrated before he ran the 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 uh, um, track mm-hmm. or whatever. I seen I seen a video from it was a viral video from, um, what was it uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And it was funny because the guy was on the on the last question, and uh, he said he, it seemed like he was unsure of it. And it was like uh, you have the, the lifeline; you can call your dad and ask him if you need help, or you can do this lifeline. said, like, I like to call my dad. I'd like to call my dad and it seemed like he needed his help from his dad so they call his dad and say hey this is regis Philman with uh um who wants to be a millionaire your son's here he has a question for you about this answer and he's about to win a million dollars if you can help him he says the next voice you hear is your son and the son gets on he's like hey dad uh it's me uh just wanted to call and say what's up i don't need your help i got this <laughs> it was like he was so confident that he knew the answer that he put on that, that little show was like, uh, you know what I'm saying? So it was just that, you know, he, he was convinced he knew that he won before the show was even over, you know,
0: that is how it goes. Confidence, it's amazing you, it's how that confidence true.
2: but you have to convince yourself too. Right. Right. And, and how does that work together? Are they like those two words? Are they connected confidence and convincing oneself? It seems like they're connected.
0: Well, I would say that if you're, convinced, then you have confidence, people can see it outwardly. So if you don't have confidence, it shows in your actions. Yeah. If you have that confidence, then if you have the conviction, then the confidence just comes out naturally. And that's what yeah. people see more than we realize we can really feel each other's energy and stuff. And you can tell when a room's upset, or somebody doesn't have the confidence, yeah. they might not know it, but everybody around can just feel that <laughs> wave coming out.
2: I can I can feel it 100% when I'm talking to somebody, like if I'm talking about a topic that I don't know much about and I'm just like, I feel like they don't believe me. I don't know if they don't. I don't know if they're feeling that energy, but I'm like, this person doesn't believe what I'm saying because I because I don't believe it. But the stuff that I do believe, no matter how far out it is. Like if I believe it, I, I'm, I have confidence when I share it, and I can I can convince you because I have confidence, and I really 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 believe this stuff. It's not just a theory. I really believe it because I've seen it in action, kind of stuff.
0: Right. I'd like to say that I really believe that everyone out there can do this, and that's why I'm here, because I want their lives to be great.
2: Now, do you have any uh in, any feedback from your book or some of the stuff that you've been teaching people bring to the table of like some people who have like almost seem to have stepped into a miracle, if you will, has had their lives transformed by these principles and things that you're bringing to the table?
0: Yeah, you know, I hear it all the time. You know, I have been many good reviews on my book. I'm very pleased with what people say, you know, the feeling- only thing I really had anything negative about is we do talk about religion a little bit. And I know religion can be a very tough subject. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, the people I work with and talk to they all say it's changed their life for the better and, and helped them to step up in the world. And unfortunately, we usually don't take these in giant steps. It's a small step because what I've kind of found in life is I can bake a cake, but I can't people to get them to eat the whole cake in one bite, you know, but if I just give them a little piece at a time, eventually they will eat the whole cake, but I can't feed them the whole thing all at one time.
2: What does your attitude have have to deal with all of this? Like, it, there's an, another adage that I love is your attitude determines your altitude, how high and how far that you're going to go. What does your, your your attitude play in all this?
0: Yeah, like I say, it's just part of thinking you have a great attitude if you have the right mindset. I like to you know, when it's some of the stuff I've changed is the way I've word stuff. I don't got to do anything I get to Yeah. I get to be here with you on this podcast. Yep. I get to come to work every day. I get to get up. I get to do all these things I get to I don't have to because the truth if I chose not to I wouldn't. And so we're really blessed with so many wonderful things. But if we say I got to it sounds kind of bad. But if you realize you get to, it makes life a little bit more enjoyable.
2: Maybe that's the deal with religion, too, how it gets such a bad rap, because religion is you have to do this. You got to do this. You can't do that kind of thing versus I get to No, I get to do these things. I get to have faith. I get to do good deeds and be charitable and help other people have a beautiful experience in their life. It's not I have to go out and do work, so I must do this and I feel like even if you approach it from that that aspect, you're kind of doing it for the wrong reasons. You're doing it because you have to not that it's a a privilege to get to be a good person or to help people. You know,
0: that's that's very true. I agree 100 percent with that. Um, You know, I'm you know, I know we're all connected, you know, however you want to look at it. That's why things have been the way they have all over the world for thousands of years. We are all connected and what we do affects others our positive thoughts and our negative thoughts. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but but onopono, have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, that just, I do that. It works great. I mean, it's amazing how you can just mentally send out good energy and love to people and they change.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I connected that when I really got the revelation of that, like I'm I'm a Christian and I approach most of this from a biblical perspective and I, I love it. But, um, my prayer of like acceptance or acknowledging Christ or whatever was I'm sorry thank you you know asking for forgiveness it like it was the same it, I prayed the Ho'oponopono prayer and my life was transformed my my grid for that was Christ in Christianity and you have to have a grid but it was interesting when I when someone first explained that prayer to me and I was like wow I prayed that and it changed my life you know 20 years ago. Yeah. Same thing. And one of the
0: other things I like to do is when I meditate, I breathe in love from the universe and I breathe out love to the universe. Because when the world started, there were these microorganisms that breathed in carbon and oxygen. And really, we've all been giving and taking through all of eternity in life. We actually live on the life of other creatures in the world, plants, animals, whatever. And they share with their life with us and we share our life with them. Our exhale is used by plants. Their exhale is breathed by us. We're all so connected and
2: and just sharing
0: in this life together. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we all are. We are connected and we need each other. It's it's pretty deep, but I'm with you on that. Breathing in the beauty, the bliss, the rest, the peace. And I lead meditation and, and prayer and stuff, and I'm always... Breathe it in, be conscious of it. And even the top of that breath that just sit in gratitude from that breath. Thank I'm thankful that I'm here, that I get to experience this. And uh, and then in there and, and with that, that breath is opportunity to create, because you are creating with the breath does isn't that you get to, or you're conscious when we talk about manifestation, people are like, I'm not going to be good at it. I don't think I can manifest these things. Listen, you've already been, you're already a master manifester. You've already, you know what I'm saying, been uh, doing it since you were a child, manifesting the things that you want in your life. So when we become conscious of how powerful that breath is, when we speak these things out, first of all, it's having the thought the idea of what I want to do, what what I want to accomplish and what I want to uh, create in this world. We are creators made in the image of a creator God. So we get to create along with them through the breath and through the intention. So to have that idea, to have that dream, and then to speak it out, to greet people, to you know bless people, to go ahead and um, the, har- the harvest is plentiful. The labors are few. There's not a lot of people who are going to say yes and, and step out in it. But we're already great at it. We've just been doing it uh, subconsciously, creating a life that most of us don't want for ourselves, you know?
0: Yeah. I I agree with all that you're saying there. Um You know, I was thinking, you know, I'm a Christian, too. And and it says in the Bible that we're creating God's image. But I think some of that image is like, you know, he, and he says, you have more power than you realize. And some of that power is his share of co creating, he mm-hmm. created the world, but he gave us the power to create too. Yeah. And he gave us all these powers that we don't really realize. And we tend to grow and learn. And that'll help us learn what we need to to know to have a great life. Yeah. And these are wonderful gifts, we're just starting to really realize more and more as we get more knowledgeable.
2: Yeah, there's a difference there with like, the suffering servant. You know, yeah. I am, you know, it's it's really a, a Gnostic point of view that I am going to refuse the delicacies of the world and I don't I don't deserve it because I'm a bad person. I don't deserve it because of my past or for what I did or whatever the case is. And uh, and a lot of people in religion have that. I know I had it. Like I I'm, I don't deserve money. I don't deserve happiness, even, even deep down, I deserve to, to pay for my sins, even through like Christianity of the message that Christ paid for your sins. And now you got a clean slate, you know, to build whatever you want. Um, this, this fact that this idea that we we are unworthy and we don't deserve good things. And that bleeds over subconsciously into everything. Like I don't, I don't get to see the world. Other people get to do that. I don't get to travel. Um, you know, I don't get to make good money, I don't get to have reliable friends, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm stuck with all of these downtrodden, you know, you know, what I'm saying Those lowly people, drunkards, naked, and people like, who are using me and abusing like me. And we just, it becomes a cycle, a subconscious cycle that we're stuck in, you know? Yeah. How do you get out of it? Because you talk about reviewing your beliefs, you know, and, well, and I feel like those people serving you for that moment until your beliefs change maybe you know
0: that's right and you just need to know what's working for you and what doesn't we're given rules so many of them as a child and stuff and then we adopt them and we don't they don't serve us you know there's no reason to say you're not worthy really if you listen to the bible it says we're totally forgiven for our sins we'll make sins we just have to ask forgiveness and we're forgiven you know and we're given everything It's not that you're worthy, it's that you're given it and you just need to accept it. Nobody, if you want to go measure, one of the things I think that really hurts us in life is the measuring. God is an infinite creature and he created everything infinitely. So he loves infinitely. Do I love you more? What's the difference between infinite love and infinite love? There's no, I love you more or I love you less. I just love you infinitely. And I think if we take the time not to measure some of this stuff in life. It's much more rewarding, just accepted that it's in total abundance. Yeah. And what we you know, we've been taught to measure because we use it to survive. But to really get away and think in the quantum mindset level, we got to think infinitely, there's infinite everything. So you can never not be worthy. And there's never not enough. And there's never no reason why you can't, because there's always more.
2: And, uh- For people who are stuck there, they don't know, you know, what to do next. It sounds good. But even though we, you know, we're we're talking about these possibilities, they still feel like we're talking about somebody else. You know, they don't think that we're talking about, yeah, this guy, he's, he's got a book. He's this, he's that. He had money to begin with. He comes from a wealthy family. Like there's people just kind of read into stuff and hold on. None of that's real. Like I'm, I'm you, I am just like you. (laughs) All of this stuff worked for me because the system works because I worked it. It's and, and and God is not a respecter of persons, as the scripture says. And if you do it, it'll work for you. There's no reason that true seeker or you know, you got to do it for a reason, and 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 somebody else doesn't get to. That's the thing. People are even though we're talking how practical this is and it's for everybody, they still feel like we're talking about somebody else.
0: And a lot of that's subconscious because, like I said, I feel like you have several minds, really. You have the subconscious, and you know the primitive mind and all these that work together but the conscious mind is the one we feel we're using all the time but our subconscious mind is taught so many things and they happen instantaneously you know that's why when you hypnotize somebody you can say well every time I say this word adjust your tie." what's a subconscious uh suggestion that he's doing without thinking about it and so many of us have those and we don't realize them and part of that growing and letting go of those old habits is realize what we're doing and that they don't serve us and they can be changed into something that's more serving they don't even exist for a reason we're just taught it and picked it up and that's what we believe
2: um I was watching the news this morning drinking coffee with my wife just a few minutes ago and there was a story a local story where they're they're interviewing this this lady spotlighting her her work and she started a company and it was interesting because what caught me, it was just kind of on in the background. But what caught me was she said, I had a passion for cleaning. I was like, that's a weird passion. That's not my passion. I loathe cleaning. <laughs> I have a passion like for clean. cleaning. She says, I got it from my mom. My mom was, was you know, a clean freak and, and it rubbed off on me. And she said, she's not just a... She doesn't like to clean. She has a passion I have a passion for podcasts. I have a passion for music, for writing, for helping people. This lady had a passion for cleaning. And then she says, uh, I I wrote it down on my vision board and it became a reality. And now I have a company that's going three years strong where I get to, you know, uh, live out my passion for cleaning. Uh, What about having a vision board and reminding yourself because, you know, sometimes we're, you know, we're, we're on that, that, you know, we're going up the mountain and we get knocked off or we're saving money and an unexpected bill pops up and then we just get knocked off of whatever it is that, that we're believing for. What about like having a vision board?
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Finding yourself that your circumstances are not going to determine your outcome, that you are dead set on this goal and uh, to to stay focused instead of like, let me just get another goal. Let me, you know, get another game plan versus just like sticking with it with like a vision board or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I have a vision board. I have a, I actually did a date with destiny with Tony Robbins and you do a vision board there. And uh, it's been fantastic because what you really do is you set up that dream and you write it down, but it's like, you got to have, you got to, it's like, if you don't know where you're going, how do you get there? Yeah. You got to have a vision of where you want to be. We can drift through life and be comfortable. And that's what I was talking about in my life when I was very content. When you have everything you need and life is content and you don't need to go anywhere because you can just be happy doing the same thing over and over, but you don't really grow and have that. If you give yourself a vision and you know where you're going, instead of just drifting down the river, you kind of paddle and you end up where you want to be. And I think the vision boards really make it clear that you can do that, you know, because a lot of times it's like a frog in water when it gets hot, if you slowly heat it, he won't even notice it, but mm-hmm. you can't throw him in. Well, the same thing changes in life. Your kids grow up, you can't hardly see them grow, but somebody else comes over and says, wow, they've really grown.
2: Yeah.
0: Or your goals in life are the same way it's like, I don't think I'm getting there. But if you look back a few months, you've really traveled a long way. So we need to have those vision boards so we can measure our goal and track it a little bit. Because if we just live it on a daily basis, we could really be moving forward in big leaps. But think we're not moving at all because it only happened a little bit each day.
2: Yeah, I've heard it said like, um, you know, if you have two parallel lines that are traveling, and one of them just gets off just a little the further they travel you know going 10 miles it's going to be a gulf in between the two they're going to like like just getting off a degree is going to shift it so being focused being reminded and bringing that stuff into your life um for me it was interesting because i had a bunch of goals and and they're all coming to pass you know but early on i was a truck driver uh just over three years ago and I want it so bad to do what I'm doing now for a living, to get to wake up and work on music and talk to you about this kind of stuff. I, I birthed this into my reality by having the vision board, by speaking it out and by shifting things in my life and expectation. I know that those things rewires the brain of looking for opportunities and staying on course, all of that. But what was interesting is when I, I achieved all those goals and I'm sitting here with the notepad and I'm like, man, I. I got the podcast, I get to wake up and do this. You know, my finances are better. Like, now what? Now I got to I got to create some new goals. I have to have more yeah. goals. Now what because I've got everything and I had bigger bigger goals, you know, something, you know, in, in my mind they're bigger. You know, do this, do that, do this. Uh get my family a house was was big, buy my family a house. We just moved into the house, you know? And and it was a couple years in the making, but we're here, something that seems so far away. And we're knocking out all these goals. It's like, you got to get some new goals, man. We got, we have to be, you know, and I am content. I'm loving it. But how do we keep it? How do we refine it? How do we go deeper and take it to the next level as well, right? So what about getting new goals once you, you've you already, you know, achieved all the things that you wrote down or had on your vision board? I mean, it's a it's a testament and a testimony. Like, wow, this is it's working, but it can continue to work as well, right?
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things I have as a goal, because I don't believe you ever accomplish, is just to be a little bit better every day. Yeah. To grow and be a better man each day, you know, become, you know, a little kinder, a little better, a little smarter. And as long as I'm growing and going forward, I'm happy. I notice when I'm most unhappy is when I feel like I'm going nowhere. And then I, of course, I have all the goals as, you know, platforms along the way. But the one is just to become the best man I can become
2: yep learning your craft getting good at it figuring out what it is and uh and with that like you know when i started podcasting um i'll say this when i was driving a truck i would listen to podcast i'd listen to i mean four hours of coast to coast every day two hours of joe rogan like you know listening to teachings and all kind of stuff i just consume content i was on the road all day and um but i shifted my focus i was like you know what I'm going to start listening to podcasts about podcasting, how to become a better podcaster, podcasting etiquette, um, how to interview people, what uh, you know, uh, bit bitrate to mix down your podcast and to upload it to the podcasting aggregators. What is a podcasting aggregator? Who's the best? Download Joe Rogan's podcast and see who his aggregator is who is he sending his stuff if you you know to get better doing it so i started listening to podcasts about podcasting and to get better and to refine yourself because knowing that guess what you're up next i'm that's up right. next i got to be on point you know
0: that's, just to get that's better at, that you at, that. at what you're doing you know yeah i think the world is so full of information now with the internet you can really talk to experts and learn stuff And grow quickly now more than ever before because we can look up something and not talk to anybody but we can talk to the leading expert online about something we want to learn and become an expert much quicker than we ever could before because the true way to learn is from somebody who really knows how what their subject and is an expert already
2: Mm -hmm. yeah you can you can bypass a lot of roadblocks and a lot of wasted time than just trying to figure it out for yourself and uh and it's interesting f- for me because, you know, what I do is eclectic. So there's a little bit of this thing and there's a little bit of that thing, you know. So it's like, OK, I got to find the leading people in all of this stuff that I want to learn from when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to birth this stuff. I go to Bob Proctor. I love the Proctor Institute and everything he's bringing to the table sure. with that and the secret and manifestation. So it's like, okay, I'm learning from him on that. When it comes to podcasting, I have to learn from somebody else. When it comes to doing my music, it's somebody else. But but we don't have to reinvent the wheel. And that's what I teach people. You don't have to like come up with a new way or figure it out for yourself. Listen, find somebody who's doing it and sit under them. Take notes, watch what they're doing. And and you because people are doing it to you. People who are smart and they want to know what you're doing, they, they won't even tell you. Sometimes you get lucky and they tell, I say lucky, but my friend, I was on an interview two days ago. He's like, man, I seen what you're doing online with your online community and reaching thousands of people with your podcast and YouTube and all that. He's like, I'm taking notes from you, man. And I'm, and, and, and I'm thankful because now my reach is expanded and I have people all over the world who are part of our community and what we're doing online because I copied what you were doing, you know? So, I mean, it works the same way. We don't have to reinvent the wheel.
0: Right. I think that's the abundance belief. You know, we got to believe there's plenty out there for everybody. There's no reason to keep us. Yes. Stuff. It's work for all of us. And if you love what you do, you're just really great at it. And you can be, you could do anything in the world. If you love it and you're, and you put the time and energy towards it and become great at it, they'll pay you to do it like games. You know, yep. when I was a kid, they said, you never make money playing video games. There's people out there <laughs> hundreds of, of dollars playing video games.
2: Yeah yeah it's huge man um just you know just uh uh, you know where we are anything like anything that you love if you really love it there's somebody else that's gonna love it like there's a niche for any and everything you just got to find that niche you got to put it out there and the fact that we have cell phones now i just throw random examples out there i can get my cell phone and like go go live daily showing you how to how to different ways to cook eggs every morning here's all and come up with all these recipes and and then tell jokes while i'm at it because i got a comedic edge and make you laugh and people are going to tune in now it's going to be a a niche of people who just are in love with cooking eggs or whatever the case is and then you can kind of branch out but the fact is that you have a cell phone and you have something that you're passionate about that you can put on youtube you can maybe sell somebody a course on how to do it. You can mentor somebody where they can hire you for an hour of your time for X amount of dollars or whatever. And then you got this business on how to cook eggs or whatever. And that's just an example. That's anything, comic books, video games. I mean, that's a huge one. There's little kids, man, like you said, are making millions of dollars playing video games and making you laugh, you know? Yep. It's crazy where we are now. It is crazy out there.
0: And it's like I say, you just and it's just believing you can do anything if you believe. But, you know, if you think life isn't going to give it to you, then you probably won't.
2: Yeah. Um, that, again, just tapping into convincing yourself and, and that you're worthy and that it's coming to you. Um, what, what are some of the hang ups? Because like the, I think I think the worthy thing is a big part of it. Something you mentioned a while ago is something even in my program like the first two weeks we, we deal with this, it is the scarcity mentality, which is a, what you just said. It's not enough to go around, man. Um, and I come from the religious background of, of church culture and stuff, and they definitely operate in, hey, those are my members. Hey, those are my tithers. You can't, they can't support me and you at the same time. They can only support one of it. There's this weird, like they limit cross-pollinization. I can't let you, I can't bring them to your conference or I can't I can't share your articles or your work because they may like you better than me and then they may start supporting you like that's totally there in in the religious community it's there a little bit in, in the spiritual community as well but uh scarcity mentality there's not enough to go around how like I deal with it early on in my program but how big is that like like how big of a problem is that the scarcity mentality where you know there's not enough or it only works for some people because that's i deal with it and it's big
0: i think it's a big problem in the world i like to tell a story about uh you know back they were talking about there the lights will go out and nothing will run and it's going to be all the world's doomed because we're going to have this shortage you know and they were talking about the oil will dry up and but it was whale oil they used to use whale oil and they believe they'd run out of it. We just project these things, but the world changes and new things come to us and new science come to us. If you look at the other side of the equation, there's all these things that can are going to happen, that are gonna give us more energy and more this and more that and balance out the world. There's infinite. You think there's infinite small, there's infinite big, there's infinite every direction. And to think we're gonna run out of something is crazy. But people like to think that, because of just the way the world has been brought up. Like <laughs> I I say, wild. the truth is we need to think infinitely and then we get out of that, you know, block that locks us in where we're at.
2: Yeah, there's definitely enough to go around. And I, I mean, I've worked kind of like consciously to undo that understanding, to show people like an example of someone who, it becomes generous in sharing a platform, generous generous in, in helping others. I really believe in that you reap what you sow, whatever you put out is going to come back. So, I mean, I don't do it to get it. It's just a byproduct of it. That if you good, if you do good, good things happen. If you do bad, I believe bad things come back as well. So just to be conscious of your words, your thoughts, your ideas, because we're, we're, you know what I'm saying, manifesting this collective reality together. So helping people and showing them not just telling them, but showing them is a big thing too, right? Like, and there's an old adage I love too. I can show you better than I can tell you. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. I can try to explain it, but just let me show you that it's possible. And um, and that's a testimony. That's a, uh, you know, encouragement to others. Um, that that it can be done. You know, that's the power in that.
0: Yeah, I agree, 100. percent There's two sides to that. I go out and I give, but then I got to accept. You know, you can't buy dinner for everybody every time. You got to yes. let them buy sometimes. Yes. You go out and give, and then when somebody offers you, you just accept. And it yes. might not even be from the same person, but that's mm-hmm. part of being worthy. I help this person. I accept this. There'll be enough. Yeah. But again, if you don't have that belief, it won't happen. There's plenty out there for all of us, and we'll all have our pain and suffering because that's what helps us to grow. But in the end, there's going to be enough.
2: Yep. We've been doing these uh, videos lately. I've done three where, because I've seen them on, on Facebook and, and YouTube where somebody will go find a random homeless person and like take them and give them a makeover and they film it, they put it on camera, they show people, they give them money, take them out to eat, put them in a hotel for three days. And and, and I get so inspired by seeing that. I was like, man, I want to do one of those videos. So I put it out there. And, and when it comes to thinking like, hey, I don't have that kind of money to do that. Well, let me, let me put it out there on my podcast. Hey, this is a vision that I have. And if anybody would like, I'd give, I'll would give i give you a mention if you donate. Like we'll mention your name and give you a thank you or whatever. Like people don't, I, like within, I think it was two months or so, I had it up there. And we, we raised a thousand bucks and went out and found this random homeless guy who was just traveling through town and said, hey, today's your lucky day. Jump in. Need a ride? He said, yeah, I took him for a ride. I took him to Walmart, let him buy whatever he want clothes, all that kind of stuff and um, put it up, put it online. And um, it caught on like I, I only planned on doing one. I just wanted to do it. And uh, people were like, hey, I want we, I want to see more of this. People started donating even more. So I started getting all this money coming in from people who wanted to see more videos. So I was like, OK, like if it reaches a certain amount, I'll go out and make another video. I got a friend of mine, um, he uh, he sent me like 500 bucks to do a video. And I was like, all right, I'll give I'll give your company a shout out. We'll go out and do the video. We're going to find somebody. We're going to bless their socks off. They'll never forget this day where a random stranger blesses them with this money or does something special for them. I would never forget it. Um, so I know it would, it would change their life and, 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 and they'd pay it forward in some, and to some degree. So I went out and we did it and, you know, we get a huge response on those videos. They, they go viral, right? And, um, a buddy hit me up he's like man yeah that was awesome dude thank you he's like i'm probably going i'm probably going to send you some more money to do another one and um and he said um not because it has my name on it but because i i you know i i um uh, get to do it he says my business has been blessed because i'm he said not because i'm i'm giving uh he said i don't think that it's like you know what i'm saying directly affected because i gave you the money that i'm that i'm my business is doing really good i said no because you're Business is doing good. You get to do that, like other people who, because you know, they're not even thinking twice about it. But because you, your business is doing good, you get to 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 give, right? Mm-hmm. So there's people who would love to give, but they could never give five hundred dollars to something like that, and in in their current situation. But he had he's blessed to be able to just pour into something like that and say, you know what? Let's do another video. Let's go out and do it. And he said, because I'm blessed, I'm going to give. And it just I feel like there's a reciprocation that it just like the more you give, the more that you receive, even though it's, it, it, it's better to give than to receive. The, and and they say don't give with, you know, don't don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. But it is a law that those who who so sparingly will also reap sparingly as well. The more that you give, the more that you're going to receive. That's just how it works. I've seen that. I've seen that in my own life. And so um really interesting when when people look at those biblical principles of sowing and reaping, of tithing even, and it works for them because there's a belief associated with it. There wasn't a lack or a scarcity like I can't afford it, but I'm going to do it just because I need to or whatever. But they say, you know, it's going to a good cause. It's going to a good cause and I want to give to that thing.
0: There's plenty and it's easy to give. And I always I have to admit it's one of the things I think is I always feel selfish in a way when i give because it brings me joy it's like the bottom line is at the end it's for me because it makes me happy because i like it when i do it
2: yeah to see somebody smile you know what i'm saying and that's what it is and heck you're teaching these principles on how to be successful you're talking about making somebody smile somebody who hasn't had anything or or you know, financially, they're stuck in this rut and they don't think they'll ever get out. And you teach them practical principles on how they can change their life, not just help them, but literally the the, the keys to change your life. Like, you know, what do you want to say? The karma or whatever that kind of comes back from it. You just re- reciprocate. See, I think it would be different if you kept it to yourself. Yeah, like, you'd be like, hey, that, uh... I found these secrets on how to manifest anything. And I'm keeping them to myself because there's not enough to go around, you know. But I feel like the more people you teach, the more people you help. Obviously, financially, like that's a like a like a like a physical representation of that stuff just coming back to you because people want to know more. They want to sew into it. They want to buy the book and all that. So that is like a practical way. But I feel like spiritually, too, the more that you are open to help the masses, the more that blessings and good things are going to come your way.
0: Yeah, I agree 100% with you. It's, you know, that's part of, you know, abundance and having what you give is giving and sharing and helping others. And and then for me, there's definitely a joy in it. I'd assume there's a joy in it for everybody. It just depends. But some people think there's just not enough. And I don't think when they do that, they feel joy. They they feel pain and suffering when they, they don't have it. And it just manifests the other side of the coin. So... You know, there's, I don't judge anybody because I don't know their life. You know, why you're here, why you're there. You know, I know that everybody has, is, has fears and fears are what kind of drive us. And so I just assume they have fears that I don't understand. And I wish the best for them and do what I can to help.
2: Yeah, that's all you can do. And, uh, as long as you're helping and you're doing more good than harm, um, You know, there's no law against that. And uh, and it has a ripple effect for you just to to encourage, to help one person. And I know you've helped a lot of people, but just helping one person that goes on and and they begin to it has. I love looking at the ripple effect. There's no way that we could follow it all the way of like, okay. this talk that we're doing right now—it's lighting a fire in some people. Not everybody. It's going over some people's heads. They're not ready for it. But some, some, somebody's listening to this, and they're like, "You know what? I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try to to bless somebody. I'm gonna go out, go out, and and use what I have right now. Not wait for more to come until I do it. But like, let's see what I have now. Let me take these two nickels and." Or two dimes and rub them in together until they become a dollar. Like, let me use what I have now right. in order to change somebody's life, and that's a that's a big one, because we're always looking for the next big thing. And when when I win the lottery, I'm going to help a lot of people. Like I've You'd got friends, I got friends care. who believe that when I win the lottery, I'm gonna I'm gonna bless everybody. I'm gonna feed the hungry and clothe the poor. And I'm like, bro, you've all you're freaking able able body male, you've already won the lottery. You have breath in your lungs right now. You're here, your heart is beating. You've already won the lottery. There's something that you can do right now to affect uh, a change and, and bring an impact in somebody's life with something very little. You know, even your leftovers, man. The food that you're yeah. gonna throw away at the at the restaurant. You could give, like, that's why it's small things. We look at something like, yeah, I gotta win the lottery. And then I, and then God's going to use me to change the world. A lot of people look at it like that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that we all have gifts to give always. And the big gifts aren't always money. It's a support and a kind word and a smile and respect. Those things are the beginning of giving. And if you start with those, everybody has the power to give those. As you get more, you can give in money and, material but you know the one thing that really helps people is knowledge yeah you give them the knowledge to be able to it's like you know we don't want to give men fish we want to teach them to fish yeah you know so they can have that life because you know people have that desire to feel important or have value in life and if everything's giving to them some of them don't get the value out of life they need to make them happy yeah so there's it's an to me a complicated equation but if we all start with a smile and the kindness and work there and do what we can you know when it's right to give you feel it in your heart yeah. you know that's what i go by
2: no you're you're right i know and and um and some people give out of compulsion some people are tricked into giving some people are are giving because they're trying to make amends for the parts of them that that are bad and so there's a different like attitude in that giving i've seen i knew a guy who was just like he strung out on drugs but like he get his paycheck and he worked his ass off but when he got his paycheck he like gave half of it to like t you know what i'm saying uh in somebody whoever's preacher on tbn just because like and it wasn't like i want to it wasn't that he believed in that preacher the message he just knew that he had been living bad all week and doing drugs and all that and he was saying that if he didn't give it away he would use it to buy drugs so before I can use it, why I have this cognitive moment, I'm gonna give it to a good cause. Like I feel like there's different reasons and and that that people give, you know. And it's kind of, again, you said the equations are different and and why people are doing it or or choosing to do good. Some people are doing it uh, to they're given to get. Some people are are given because they got it. You know, there's different reasons and different equations. So.
0: Yeah. Well, my heart definitely goes out to somebody like that that gives, because you know. Yeah has a kind heart and he's struggling yeah. with oh, something yeah. that's they don't know. That's problem. the
2: only way they know to to do yeah. something good or to get exactly. out of the situation. Yeah. And they're doing the best they can. I think that God honors that for sure, you know, in their own faith because they feel inwardly that they're, you know, they're making the right choice, you know, and that's something yeah. too about like giving to religious orders or, sending your money to you know missionaries in africa people are like oh they're just going to use it for bad reasons and bad you know like i feel like you know once you release that money like there's a faith game there and and because you did it and the person i know preachers who receive you know huge donations and i mean they 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 preached they told me from the pulpit they took the money and went and bought dope with the, the offering. They preached the message. And then the next, the same night, they left to go to the crack house and bought dope. You know, and they learned from that. And it was humility to admit that, you know, when, when they were young and struggling. But, um, and I think God honors that, that honesty, you know. um, But once you release it, man, you give it in faith, you know. And that's, that's what it is. Like, oh well, like yeah. You well, said, I don't you know, know other
0: people's life and how they got to where they're at. I don't judge them you know because I haven't lived their life I know everybody's given tough times and trials and pain and suffering and I just you know like I say I write a book like this because I want everybody to realize they can have more and not be stuck in pain and suffering yeah you know I want them to find the joy and happiness in life that's available to all of us
2: that's good and uh your book your book is doing that um Again, there's something you, you mentioned even in in the description of the book. Just this is not something that's just new agey, so far out that's woo woo. New age, the new age is definitely uh, using a lot of those principles and things like that. But when it comes to manifestation and creating that life that you want for yourself, but it's very practical. And I think that all of our spiritual spirituality, your Christianity, whatever it, it is, it has to be practical that it's able to help somebody no matter where they are. And I think that your book. Uh, is explaining on, on how to do this. Uh, let people know where they can go to check out your work, your book and everything that you're bringing to the table. Where's the best place to go to check out more about your work?
0: The best place is go to the dot mindset.com. I have a web page, you can go there and check out the book and other things and get, you know, ideas and classes and things you might do. And uh, send me an email. And if you got a question, and we'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Like I said, I'd love to hear that people's lives are changing and getting better. And uh, those are the things I'm looking for in life is I want the world to change. And if we just help one or two people, it makes the world a little better, like you say, and they help one or two. And before long, we're helping everybody.
2: Each one reach one together we will change the world. Thanks for coming on, man. I enjoyed this talk. It's very near and dear to my heart. And, uh, I'm a product of of this stuff as well. All the principles that, that you're teaching in this book um, uh, you know, mean the world to me and to stay consistent with it and to keep it up. Thanks for for doing what you're doing and enjoy this talk. We'll have to do it again. Thank you, right, man. I enjoyed this
0: talk too, and I look forward to meeting you in person soon. Let's do it. I'm ready. You have a fantastic weekday life and enjoy.
2: Good stuff. Thank you, Rick. Be blessed, brother.
0: Be blessed. Thank you very much.
2: Later. Rick Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. Good show. Manifestation. Taught my whole team about manifestation. People are basic. Thought I was crazy. Listen. Whatever you put out comes back to you. Give. And it shall be given unto you. Press down. shaken together. And running over. You're going to have more than enough shift your shift your focus to that guys no matter where you are no matter what it pertains to that you're looking for most of it's financial right we feel like every all of our problems could be solved with a financial blessing or something like that but that's definitely where our minds go when it comes to this stuff is is with money and finances um but shift your focus If it's money, finance is great. If it's love, if it's compassion, if it's joy, if it's camaraderie, if it's friendship, if it's a spouse, whatever it is that you're looking for, shift your focus. Because from everything that you've seen has told you that there's not enough to go around. And God only picks certain people to bless. Only certain people get to have good marriages. Only certain people get to be happy. It's not for everybody. Some of us are out here and we're just going to die this way. And it's kind of like sat in and you've accepted it. Like, that's your lot. That's a scarcity mentality. There's not enough to go around. There's not enough good people to go around. There's not enough money to go around. There's not enough platform to go around. There's not enough minute. I don't know what it is for you. Money's a big one, for sure. But shift it from the scarcity mentality to this expectation that there's more than enough. Like the universe is just pouring out more and more and more, and it's just kind of going to waste unless somebody goes out and catches it with a basket. Be that person who goes out there and, and catches the abundance, catches the free flow of abundance and overflow of it, that you have more than enough. You know, we look at the story of Jesus and, and feeding the 5,000, I think it was the 7,000 another time, with two, two fish and two uh, loaves of bread. And they're hungry. So how are we going to be fed? What do you have? I got two fish. I got two loaves of bread. Put them together. Let's rub them together until we can feed everybody. And they had more than enough because they believed it. There's more than enough to go around. There is enough for everybody to eat and have some. If I eat, we all eat. That's our, That's our, That's my rule. Like I'm, I'm going to make sure that I share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the information. And uh, But it's up to you what you do with it. You know, a lot of times it's falling upon death ears, but for some of you, I hope that it lights a fire within you. I hope that it's already lit a fire and it's just encouraging uh, you to keep going with your goals, with your visions, bringing this stuff into fruition. You know, when we look back at 20, 2020, some people say it was their worst year ever. 2020 was a year of devastation and listen, there's a lot of bad stuff that happened, but I feel like. I've talked to a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who are in the flow doing what they love to do. They had a lot of time. You had a lot of time to sit down and focus on your future and get a game plan. Listen, you had, you, a lot of people, that's their excuse. When we talk about there's a scarcity, I don't have enough time. I got friends, good friends. I don't have enough time to do a podcast like you, True Seeker. Listen, 2020 gave you enough time to get a game plan to do what you want to try it. And when you talk about how many podcasts were started in 2020. It's insane. Everybody has a podcast. They have people imaginary like fictional characters have podcasts. Ron Burgundy has a successful podcast. Like there's all these weird everyone has a podcast now. So and it's booming. So to say that You know, there's not enough room or it's overcrowded. Get in where you fit in people. Somebody needs what you have to offer. Just know that. And it might not be financial. It might not be spiritual. It may be comedic relief. Review videos are huge. I don't think that many of the people who are doing reviews on YouTube, like reviewing music videos, reviewing products, they're making a killing. And I don't think it has anything to do with that product. I think it's a lot of times when they do these reviews because you're not creating anything, you are just simply critiquing and giving your opinion on that product. And long if it's a viral product, you can get some of that viral traffic. There's a right now, if you if you do anything with Eminem, it seems like the rapper There's people who who give reviews to Eminem videos and they go viral. There's other big artists, you're getting some of that traffic. And uh, and as long as you can provide some comedic relief that you can give some critique that makes, you know, entertain somebody for those few minutes that they're watching, listen, you you have a potential subscriber and you could just wait. These people are itching. Listen, I'm telling you, when Eminem puts out a new video now, these people who have gotten big off of Eminem review videos within minutes, within minutes of that release they know everybody's googling it same thing with technology i just bought a new camera i can give you a critique of this camera the pros the cons and a link on where to buy it i talk about this a lot i'm passionate there's a lot of people doing this and they're able to make their own reality work for themselves fire their boss and do what they love for a living because they are reviewing m M&M videos because they're reviewing technology, reviewing new video games, whatever it is, we are at an interesting time. If you have a smart, smartphone, you can do that. You don't have to wait, wait for a good camera. You don't have to wait for a computer. You don't have to wait for none of that. You have a phone. That fo- your, the phone is better than computers that you had you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You could do that on your smartphone. You don't have no, we're taking away, we're taking away your excuses. That's one thing I'm doing. If I can do it, you can do it. If somebody else can do it, you can do it. Spirituality is connected. I love it, but it has to be practical with that i'm going to say peace and shalom thanks for hanging out guys we have our thursday night school of the mystics tonight which will be our online prayer meditation breath work behind the scenes hangout. for those of you guys who want to be a part of the zoom meeting that we're going to do afterwards uh you can join that for any level of giving on our patreon you can sign up for that for i think a dollar right now and get access to that the new music i've been working hard this week i've been working on music non-stop And I say working on music, it's been two songs, but it's a lot of work and a lot of re-recording and a lot of writing and a lot of mixing. So I get to do it. It's fun. And I'm glad that that I'm inspired to create new music. So as soon as those songs are done, they will be available on Patreon. You'll get to know what I'm talking about and hear these songs months before they're available to the general public. Um, I was looking in one of the True Seeker groups on uh, on Facebook and uh, my friend Shield is in India and he's doing these DJ sets and he's playing unreleased True Seeker music like open to all these people and stuff. And um, yeah, you can hear those songs and, and, and get them months before they're available to the general public. And I'm excited about those songs. I'm excited about the new music that's coming out. We have the Path of the Healer course for those of you who want to be a part of that. We also have the Next Retreat that's coming up um and a concert coming up go to truthseeker.com i'll have it there on the front page and you'll be able to be a part of all of that cool stuff with that i'm gonna say peace and shalom see you guys tonight peace peace
1: Well, that does it for this episode, folks. To hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com
2: forward slash truthseeker.